Welcome to She Is Promised Podcast. Let's get ready to be uncomfortable and vulnerable. It was a summer transitioning from the fifth grade to the sixth grade. Me and my sister had to attend a summer camp um, due to the inconvenience of my parents having to work during the weekdays. So my uncle would drop us off, and then after work, he'll pick us up. We There were different age groups. So there was like toddlers all the way to high schoolers. I always hung around the high schoolers because I became, I guess I had a very welcoming vibe about myself. Um, but they were all cool, and... I wanted to be cool, so I hung out with them. I We always just talk, and they talk about stuff that I couldn't relate, obviously, because I was I just finished middle school, and I'm, no, I just finished elementary school, and I'm going to middle school. But I never played along as if I knew. I just listened. Um, there was a scenario, it was a situation where the big kids would just hang in like a room away from the little kids because obviously they feel as if they're too mature to be hanging with little kids. So I would join them. I would always be invited and they would just play cards and they would just do simple things. And one of the kids, um, the kids who are like in the middle school area, age group, he was bothering me. And I was trying to attack him because he always bothered me during the summer camp. Every time I go there. Um, his older brother, I was cool with his older brother from hanging with the high schoolers. And he was leaving the 8th grade going towards the ninth grade. And um, I was about to attack his little brother. And he was holding me back from my shoulders. And I don't know why. I just remember wearing something white. I remember wearing a white shirt. I feel as if it was white. I don't know why. I don't know why that matters. But um, I suppress it so much that it's kind of hard. For, I'm just it's hard for me right now. But, um, he was holding me back from my shoulders, and I guess I was probably being more intensive, probably almost getting loose, that he pulled me in tighter. And with pulling me in tighter, it caused him to have his hand near my breast. And instead of just holding on to me by my just holding on to me differently or just holding on to me, he was literally squeezing my breast as if there was some type of aggression that I was causing, like like a resistance I was causing, and it was as if my breast was like the only thing to grab onto. And he hold on, he kept groping them and just squeezing them as if he never felt breast before and 
that probably was the case for him, but he just kept squeezing on them and kept um, holding me tighter. And eventually, it, two to three minutes within, I just stopped like being aggressive to go towards the brother. And he was still holding me tight. And I remember saying, okay, I'm... I'm not I'm not going to attack him anymore. I had to like click him out of it. And it's as if he knew what he did, but he just I guess he played it off or maybe he did it. I don't know. And he I guess probably got a little too happy and he had to leave the room. And then I left the room. I just I feel like we had, we both left the room and I went up towards the stairs and I believe someone came up and said, "Are you okay?" cuz y'all both left at the same time. And I said, "I'm fine. I hope he's okay. I'm fine." And I was sitting there trying to figure out like what just happened? What legit just happened? And I remember sitting there thinking this, that that wasn't right. That wasn't supposed to happen. I didn't. I don't. That's not supposed to happen. And I, I sat there. I waited for my uncle to come. My little sister was near me, of course. She was trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I was a bit standoffish. And then I went to the car. I told my uncle I had a good day. Drove home, thinking about it. Didn't say anything. Um. My thoughts got cluttered with the Haitian music playing in the car. Um, the next day, I, I was a little distance again. And um, people were thinking, are you okay? You're a bit different. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And that's what I kept telling myself. You're fine. It's all in your head, Brenda. Like, this didn't happen. He was just holding you back. And maybe he was just holding on too tight. That's all. So, okay, cool. I, I, I let it go. I said, fine. That's, it didn't happen. I let it go. I felt different, but I let it go. I went ahead and I continued on the church camp with the rest of them, the gang and all of them, and including him. And I just, I tucked it in. I tucked it in so deep that I, I, I completely, utterly forgot until uh, years later, I probably two or three, two to three years later, I'm going to high school and my body for sure is a bit more developed than it was in when I when I went to the sixth grade but that's beside the point I remember seeing him in the hallways and I'm like this guy looks familiar and he was like a a bit popular like everybody knew who he was everybody knew his name I love that I'm like I, I know this kid and then I saw his little brother, who I was trying to attack one time at the uh, the time when it happened. And I just remember thinking, wow, you guys are related in my mind. Never talked to him. Never had a conversation with him. Last time I had a conversation with him was during church camp. And that was years ago, completely years ago. And I can't forget a face. I can't forget a set face. I can't forget a memory. I just can't. I just I just play as if I'm dumb to certain people, but I can't forget a face. And I went ahead 
I just kept looking at him. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we went to the same church camp. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's how I know. I went to the same church camp with him. And then it was, huh, okay. And I just went on, I just went on. I just seen him. I never communicated with him in high school, never. I wasn't a social butterfly. I was, I'm a very introvert, a very, very big introvert. So um, I went on transition on, I think it, I, it was one time, it was towards, I seen him again. I was like, something about you just throwing me off. I'm like, and it's like, it was like, a, it's like a, something that was like, I suppressed it so much that it, it came up as if it was like, it was like trying to explode out of me. And I was like, whoa, I remember you touching my breasts, like squeezing them very inappropriately. And I'm like, whoa, was I touched? Was I touched? I was touched wrong. And I was like, no, no, because no, that's not it. I suppressed it again. Years later, I was like 20 to 21. I was dating someone. We were in a car in a parking lot talking about, um, we were just getting very personal, very vulnerable. Um, he was talking about a situation where it almost caused him to be sexually assaulted by someone that was supposed to watch him and his sibling and I don't want to get into deep into um to that because that's his story and then I was like oh well I was at a church camp and I was being held back and then I just remember this boy he was just squeezing my breast really hard like he was just squeezing like as if we were like in a relationship like intimacy and he was like um what do you think that was? I said, I I think I was violated. He was like, oh, at the time, he was like, babe, you were, you were violated. And I was like, oh. Oh. So it's true. What I was suppressing was true. I said it to him. I said, okay, cool, it's fine. It's water under the bridge. It happened years ago. Something I could do about it now. Um, fast forward to I ch wanted to join a church, a really good and amazing church. I love this church um, called the Font. I joined the Font. I went to a retreat. Um, in the retreat, it was like a moment of transparency to be uncomfortable, to be vulnerable. I went to the retreat and I just remember sitting down among uh, three young men um that I adore so much and I just remember sitting down and I was talking to I was sitting down with another young lady another young lady and we were just talking and I remember just telling them yeah I was at church and this happened to me and then they were like like they just couldn't think it's not like they couldn't think because you could just see the frustration in their eyes as if they wanted to go back in time and just go and attack that individual for what they did. I, I, I was just, I was so, I was like giving him, like I was trying to make the kid be a victim. Like, well, he didn't know, you know, we were young and that happened and this kid, they was like, and then I was like, but we, but we, they, I seen him again and as he didn't know who I was and blase blase and there's another young lady who was there who knew me for a long time and she said well basically you have the same face you had since since, since you were a kid 
I'm pretty sure he knew who you were. And they were like, uh, he knew who you, he knew who you were. And I was like, well, it was at that time he probably was bound by a, a, a spirit that was just trying to disconnect. Like, I was trying to just victimize him, just to get make him be a victim, and just make me be guilty. I suppressed it so much that when it finally got up, when when I was finally able to speak about it, when I was finally able to try to obtain some true healing, I was trying to victimize him. I was trying to make him be a victim. I was trying to excuse his actions. I was trying to make it seem as if it was my fault. It's that situation where when girls get raped or touched inappropriately, it's like, oh, you was asking for it because the way you were dressed. Or you were asking for it because you came to my location, you came to me. Or you were asking for it because you were flirting with me. I don't think I asked for anything. I don't think we asked for anything. I don't think you understand the concept of a body language or the concept of just trying to be human where it comes to the point where you have to be uh not just coherent but just you know converse and be in 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 fellowship and not fellowship within christ because it's a complete we have like it should be that way fellowship in christ of course but in the same way in this in our generation fellowship is completely different i shouldn't say fellowship i should have said just hanging out and chilling just to get to know each other that goes uh, that goes over your head when you see me wearing a, a sundress or you see me wearing lipstick or you see me wearing a new like i got braids i don't have braids or i smile at you or i don't understand like i don't i don't i, I don't know what's asking for it cuz at that time I'm just wearing a shirt and like uh, some pants and some shoes. And I'm pretty sure my knees was like ashy or my elbows. Was I asking for it? I And I, I was rocking. My hair was like, oh, I had my, oh, I had really like really damaged hair. So was I really asking for that time? Like to be a kid, was I asking for it? Was any kid asking for it when they're being touched inappropriately when they're being told to do certain things, not just for women, but for men, how are they asking for it? I don't believe that you should be excused to play the victim role. I don't believe that should be, that should be even a thing. I do believe that forgiveness is in order, of course, in due time. It's a process. But at the same time, I do believe that prayer is needed for you. And it's not a prayer for kudos on my back for praying for you. It's a, it's a prayer for trans, transformation and understanding who you are and seek God to help change your heart. And it's not just for men to say, oh, a man does this. Woman does it too. The exposure of, of everything in your life. Sex is exposed to kids in a very young age nowadays, especially in the West Indies community. Parents are watching videos and they're not understanding that their kids should not be sitting there watching a show that's, or a movie that is rated R or view discretion is advised. Take your kid into the room. Do not expose them to that type of stuff because it affects them. You'd be like, no, nah, they ain't going to remember that. No, it, they, it affects them. They want to repeat it. And they repeat it in the wrong way, which can cause a sexual assault, which can cause which can cause them to become uh, 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 pedophiles or rapists or whatever the case may be. And also, 
once again, I don't want to make, um, I, I, I want to make clear what it is about being sexually assaulted. It is not just the fact that you are being pinned down or someone is, um, um, touching you, uh, not touching you, but pinning you down and someone is, um, uh, groping you, forcing you to be groped or something like that. It's, it shouldn't be just, well, I'm basically trying to say it shouldn't be just because you're just getting raped. It's, 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 it's a unwanted sexual contact or a threat. Um, sometimes sexual contact, I mean, sexual assaults occurs when someone touches any part of another person's body in a sexual way, even through clothes or without the person, and, um, and even through clothes without that person's consent. So it shouldn't be just, oh, he touched me down there, which is still acceptable, but it should not just be that's the only reason. He touched you. He touched your boobs. He touched your butt. He touched your downstairs area. He's touching you in a way that is considered to be sexual and he is getting some type of arousal off of it. And he is not someone that you have given consent to. He is not your wife. I mean, sorry, she is not your wife and this is not your husband and so, and, and, and that way or a manner of form, this is not your boyfriend, this is not your girlfriend and you gave that person zero consent. It is not a moment to say, well, he's just touching. No, that's a sexual assault. That's a sexual assault. And when you accept it, others are going to believe they can do the same thing to you. And then it starts to, and it starts to, okay, well, well, it's now it's time to um, devalue her or whatever the case may be. It, you're being, a, you've been sexually assaulted. You, you've been violated. You've been raped. You've been hurt. And it, we, I, I surely won't ever excuse that for anybody. And since um, there was a, since the documentary, I'm pretty sure everybody have seen it on the news feeds and the TL. Since that documentary has been out, so many kids, so many people, not just kids, but adults and um and um and men and women are coming out and speaking about the fact that they've been sexually assaulted from a young age to a uh, 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 mid age and certain it's it's. They're speaking out, and especially in the black community, it is so it's so obscured with the idea that you're supposed to be strong and powerful because they're all out here trying to get you. No, we need to be strong together in the community. If we sit there and suppress so much stuff deep down, we go ahead and we attack other people who were brave enough to speak out, and that has happened. Where people are saying, "Well, we got to listen to R. Kelly because his music is so good." You don't understand the music and the messages coming towards you. I, I'm so big on spirits. I really do. I, I feel as if there's spirit bounds in music. And the, the reason why you are so um, hypnotic on the fact that you have to continue on listening to R. Kelly. Because you are, you are in that trance and you are trapped in what he was trying to amplify. And he amplified it by making sure he is stuck into your 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 mind and he can go ahead and sing these words and these beats are gonna are gonna echo your heartbeat and you're gonna go ahead and stay beside that part that part of the r kelly i just don't like the fact that we are attacking other people for for that happening i'm not gonna excuse the fact that it happened to r kelly it could have happened to him i'm not i wasn't there 
I cannot say it didn't happen. But at the same time, it planted a seed to cause all this, dis- dis- all this disarray, all this destruction. At the same time, it also caused, um, it also caused other people to feel like they have to suppress themselves because they're, they're not worthy. They don't think they have to speak about it. They don't think there's any value in them. And they also feel as if, well, because this happened to me, nobody else wants me. You're still wanted. You're the 1%. Come on now. You are honestly worth it. That 1%. Have you ever thought about something that's 1%? You'd be like, well, dang. I don't know about 1% chance. Mm, I ain't going to do that. No. You're that 1%. You're that worth. You're worthy of all of it. Your voice is meant to be heard. And it needs to be heard. At the same time, it's also going to be a, a beautiful way to minister. It's going to be a beautiful way to 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 um to find all those lost sheep that are so hurt and are so are so wrecked that the, the Lord is going to be so welcoming to get all His sheep back to Him. And it's through your help. It's through your help. <sighs> I I just I don't want to um i don't want people to feel as if they don't have to speak out that they shouldn't speak out it's complete and beautiful healing in the community when we're able to speak about what happened to us what happened to me i excused it i was like no because he didn't touch me down there my boobs just like what is that that's a sexual action i'm not perfect eventually i had i had boyfriends and with consent it happened with consent but me being with them without consent they never did they never did it i I never gave them that consent to do such things so that's why it's important for you to use your voice and understand like people are going to come at you they're going to attack you they're going to say what you're saying is untrue but understand you gotta stay true to your what to your truth stay true to your truth and stand firm to it i know what happened to me and maybe someone will be like well girl that's not really something i don't need you to come after me to attack me or tell me anything and i just i just need you to just pray for me and i will pray for you to um understand like what i feel my emotions are mine they're not yours. They're my emotions. I'm expressing it because someone out there probably went through the same situation. Needs that needs that healing to oh needs to understand. Well, that's me too. We're out or also that I am not alone. You are not alone. I'm here with you. I am honestly here with you. So if you feel as if you need someone to talk to or to express yourself in a very safe and comfortable place, to be vulnerable and to be uncomfortable because the, the purpose of she is promised is to be vulnerable and to be to be open and to be transparent please by any means necessary on anchor you can leave a um a voice note and i can definitely get it i'm gonna link down um on my social media outlets where you can dm me and you can email me we can talk and we can pray about what you're going through and it's not something for you to come and say well i overcame this by myself no i i became an overcomer through christ christ was there with me and we're gonna work on this together because i'm still dealing with it too this is not it's not that easy i i seen 
the person who did this to me last year at the mall and I looked at him and all I could say was you don't have power over me I can't be angry at you I can't be nothing if I see you I see you it happened I'm 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 not excusing your actions but I'm gonna have to move on with my life I have to continue on I can't continue on playing the role that well what he did is to me so I'm going to go ahead and beat this type of person. That pain, I don't want to carry it anymore. I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm tired. So um, she is promised is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to try to unravel all the tiredness that we are dealing with and just be free from it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired just thinking about being tired. Isn't that crazy? So, with all that being said, I recently went to a movie premiere. I went to an amazing movie premiere called Reckless. Um, Reckless was about um, sex trafficking. And with sex trafficking, people like to just um, be like, well, that's only in the movies. No, it's actually happening in Broward County. And um, 441 is pretty high on it. People are missing and people don't know where their family are. And in the black market, they are being sold for that purpose. And it sucks because it's like we think they're dead and gone. In some cases, they're 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 really not. They're they're crying out for help and they can't. Or in some cases, like that. The film was amazing. You can definitely find it on YouTube. It's gonna be up to I don't want to say tomorrow because the podcast is not gonna be up tonight. So, it's going to be up soon. I will also put the link down below. The director is Malcolm Hawkins. He is an amazing, and I love him. I love him dearly. He is so amazing. To bring that gospel and giving God glory through the movie was just amazing. If you really... His production is trying to to basically speak the truth of what everybody avoids. What, what people try to sugarcoat. This is happening. There, there's, there's no Disney. There's no princess and all this stuff. There's, there's God in the midst, but these, these things are happening, and it's as if God is causing these things. It's God is there throughout the whole process and trying to save His kids, and He is peace just doing the gospel. He's just, that's, you know how you say He is doing the thing. I'm gonna just say He is doing the gospel. I don't know if that, I don't know if that sounds cool. Um, that sounds cool. It it's, it sounds cool. I'm I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna also send. I'm gonna put the information down on my uh, description box below, and for you guys to just support, just support, support those who are me too. Support the what's next. What's next in our life? Let's help other people who are going through the same struggles. So with this in his movie, he um, partnered up with um, a company. I'm sorry, I'm not still familiar with, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Their website is um, 820.org, where they help with um, sex trafficking and trying to get other organizations. They send you, like you can be like, um, you know how you like a, like, a, like a neighborhood watch or something? Like you can be like an advocate in the community in our community and trying to find all these um all these kids who are missing and all these men who are missing too like they're it's not just sex trafficking it's also like labor and stuff like that like they're taking these people and forcing them to do stuff that they don't want to do and it's sad 
But um, also, they send you stuff that can help out. I don't want to give you like information that I don't know so well, so I just gave you the website. It's gonna also be description in the description box below. So it's like 820.org. Um, donation is really helpful to help them continue on expanding their um their business because this is a ministry this is this is this is the work of god they're they're saving people and they're 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 trying to do it worldwide not just in one country or one state so um if it's placed into your heart um please text r-e-s-q which is rescue but it's just r-e-s-q to 555-888 you can donate as little as five dollars donation helps and go towards stopping human trafficking and also hawkins imperial studios to continue on keeping the community aware of what's going on the whole purpose of the film was just just to keep the community aware and give glorification to god and it's like biblical context to it like seriously guys watch the movie if you watch the movie please let me know and tell me how you feel i would love to like to know your feedbacks and to know how you how you felt through it and um do you feel as if this this is like the this is just just tell me how you feel because i'm so hype about it like i really did love this movie and i love my brother for doing this he's an amazing um guy i i i'm so happy that i met him in 2018 and the steps that he is taking guys i can praise him this all night but i'm just saying um he just as much same thing for me for my podcast i'm just we're just giving god the glory i'm just giving god the glory for everything i just talked about me and my me being sexually assaulted and I just feel as if God is just telling me just let them be aware that they're still worthy I still want them I still want you I still need you there's there's work that needs to be done so don't assume that you're broken or you're unpure that I don't want you I think that makes you the best let's just come on let's 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 do this understand at the end of the day we are still promised and god truly do love us and it's 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 not gonna be every day we're gonna smile it's a process and the beauty of the process is we're not alone and though we like we try to isolate him like me i try to isolate him and i try to add him later he put himself in and he he buds in he'd be like hey i'm here and i'd be like okay i got it he'd be like no i'm here and you know what? I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. I'm not suppressing it anymore. I'm gonna talk about it, and I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm righteous. <laughs> I just want to just end this off with just saying that, at the end of the day, the brokenness and the unpureness and the hurt and the pain, whatever the case may be, it's just the beginning to our promise. It's not the end. So don't forget that you are loved and God truly, 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 truly chose you. That 1%, he chose us. He chose all of us. And you're still promised for greater things. Stay blessed.
stay beautiful, stay aware, and pray for others, those who have wronged you and those who have hurt you, pray for them. It's hard, but guess what? That's just a beautiful thing that you can do. Expand your faith. Allow grace to just flow in. Oh, it's a good word today. I'm going to put a link on below on this service that I heard today. My pastor. Awesome. Just awesome. Please. And also, whatever I put down, it's just resources and references. And I feel like it helped me. I wanted to help you too. And it's not just me trying to like, ooh, say, ooh, I know this, I know that. It's just what helped me. I wanted to help you too. So, um, you guys have a wonderful day, wonderful night. Um, love each other, love each other, and just give God glory, whether it's good or bad. Give God glory, give Him glory, and seek Him. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to She Is Promise podcast. I really hope today's podcast was able to help you or aid you in any way or form. Allow you to just take a moment and to ponder and reflect on your life and say, God, I'm here. God, I'm here. I'm here right now. And I need you dearly. I thought I overcame this. But I didn't. I really, I really, really do need you right now. This is a moment for you to become uncomfortable, to be vulnerable, and to be very transparent. You and God. And that's exactly the reason why I started this podcast. Also, when you do take the time, please look in the description bar below where I will have references and resources. I will have like videos and biblical scriptures or some links or any type of way or music videos or not music videos, but like songs that will help you and that help me. Mainly what helped me and I just wanted to share what helped me out. You know, the whole purpose of me doing this podcast is just talk and give God glory, but also the steps that I took and the steps that I'm taking now and what I think is helping me and what didn't help me. And our community, us together, we're going to keep each other accountable, right? I really hope so. By keeping each other accountable, in my description bar, again, I do have my social media and contact outlet. So you can go ahead and email me on sheispromise at gmail.com. You can go ahead and slide to my DM at sheispromise underscore on Instagram. And you can also leave a voice note here where I can listen to you and then I can reply back to you and we can have like this whole accountability relationship and we can just grow together. Understand through the trials and tribulations, though they have brought us down, though they have said we are unworthy, though those voices are our voice, we are extremely worthy. This is just the beginning to our promise. Believe me, it's going to be hard. And you might not even believe it. But sometimes you have to believe first before seeing it. And I've, I've learned that from an amazing person. And trust me, it's going to happen.